Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. I was scrolling my newsfeed this morning yes. when I saw something yep. that shocked me, not to my core, but it did shock me because somebody I know has posted something that I honestly disagree with, to be yep. honest. She okay. said, okay, I know everyone's family is different and that kids grow up at different maturities, but I'm letting my children watch horror movies and they're only nine years old. They've recently seen the 90s version of It and it's made me curious, mm. when are you going to start letting your children watch horror movies? And then she goes on, there's a lot of discussion in the comments on her post. A lot of people are like, oh, I've been watching horror movies since I was five years nope, old. No, no. What the heck? No. No way. No. I... You know what I'm like. I do not encourage the helicopter parenting approach. Mm. But horror movies to a five-year-old, is that really necessary? Uh, no, it's not necessary at all. And I know at about this time uh, yesterday we were talking about uh, the fact that I am a helicopter parent. Uh, but yeah. I tell you right now, horror movies, no no way. Not at five, not probably even at nine. Not at now, nine. Some people will say with that 90s version of uh, It that it doesn't sort of weigh up in, in with uh, present day horror standards. It's nowhere near as horrific. It is still very, very scary. Uh, so that would be a firm no from me. Yeah, too. I just think that horror movies for kids that young is insane. But mm. we've got this opinion, right, Haim? Yeah, yeah. But a lot, lot of the comments on this post are like, no, I've been watching them since I was younger no. and absolutely love them now in my adult life. Seeing yeah. them when I was young was the best thing that ever could have happened. Well, they could say, you could say, I guess, it desensitises you to that and it's a good thing if you want to continue watching horror movies, but mm. do you really want to be desensitised to horror? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch mm. horror movies when I was really young and now in my adult life they do freak me out. But, yeah, do you want your kids to be desensitised to, like, watching massacres on yeah, screen? No, I, like, no. I don't really know so much about that. Mm. I'd love to turn this one to the phone lines, though, because it is yep. controversial, Hamish. Hey? You and I think, no way... No horrors. Let's say we agree that kids under 14 should not be watching horror movies. I'd go with that. We'll agree on that. But there's other people who think that kids as young as five can be. So 13, 12, 16, we'd love to know your thoughts. What side of the fence do you stand on? Casey's on the line. What do you think? I reckon 14 too old. You're sending kids to school at 12, 13. I'm a mother of two myself. I started watching them at basic ones at 12. It doesn't... So, okay, so under 12, you say no to horror movies, no. but but uh, 14's a little old. Yeah, well, you're sending kids to high school in grade 12 who are 12 years old. Yeah. yeah so I guess... watch that. You hmm. got, I was doing in grade 8, we did an English assignment, which was based on movies on the Hitchcock Psycho, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. so... And not everyone, like, I've been watching horror since I was high school. I love horror. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sanitized or whatever you want to call it from watching them, but you get used to the blood and guts, but that's not the reason why you watch them. You watch them because of the creativity, the people who make them mm. put thought into it. I it's disagree, Cassie. Blood and gore. I don't think that when – so I'm just imagining when I was a young teenager, and I know everyone's different, you're not sitting there going, unless you're really into films, you know, it's not about the slasher mm-hmm. notes of this film. It's really about the camera shot here. I mean, the wide angle they've gotten and the direction is just phenomenal. I don't think that that's why younger people are watching it. They're watching it because they're going, oh, this is messed up and I want to see it. I'm, I'm watching it through the 
hole in my shirt because I've pulled my shirt right up over my head and I'm just poking one eye out. That's e- what I'm doing. Or behind a pillow. Either way, they're creepy and I see where different. you're coming from. There's different horror movies. Like my first ever one was Village of the Dam and that was the kids with the glowing eyes. Yeah. yeah right. You can start off slow. There's not just every horror is Oh. Killing. No, that's true. That's true. There are uh, different types of horror film. Casey, thank you for the call. We we do have to move on, though. We've got Gavin on uh, the other line. Uh, Gavin on 13, 12, 16. What do you think, mate? It's, uh, should young children be watching horror movies? Definitely not. Mm. Yeah, what There's age a, um, do you think is an appropriate age for horror movies? Well, we just need to go off the rating on the, the videos. Like mm-hmm. the M15, we need to be taking note of them. Yeah, I pretty much agree. Yeah, yeah. if it's M15, there for a reason. I wasn't even thinking yeah. about yeah. the ages on ratings. Hey, yeah. but when it comes to that, I think it's pretty much safe to stick to those because you can see, you know, some creepy things or maybe some scary things that are, you know, your PGs or your M's or whatever. But when you're getting into MAR territory, kids don't need to see that. That's too much. Yeah, I agree. All right, mate. Thank you for the call. And finally, we have Tiana on the line. Tiana, what do you think about kids watching horror movies? I think that it definitely needs to be restricted to an older age, as if clowns and monsters under the bed aren't scary enough. Mm-hmm. It just puts really traumatic things in their head. I know from experience from watching the It movie that still to this day I get scared of clowns. Well, so. the new the Chapter 2 It movie is out now, and I... No, uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. So there's no way that I'd put, uh, put a child through that. And you know what? Right. I, can you really trust clowns? Because... Yeah. I, Absolutely I, They not. just freak me out. Um, all right. So the, the general consensus is that, uh, no, kids shouldn't be watching horror movies kids at all. Kids should not be watching horror movies, and I'm going to let my Facebook friend know. All I'll right. play this back to her. What are you doing? <laughs> even, if you have, even if they want to watch it, I think it still needs to be restricted because it is traumatic and it is scary, these movies that come out these days. So I'm definitely a no for horror movies, so they won't be watching them with me, that's for sure. Right. Fair call. Thank you very much for the call. No worries. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. All right, prepare to have your eyes widened and your mind blown. Oh, okay, I'm ready. It's got my tinfoil hat on. (laughs) Yes, and you need it. It looks great, by the way. Thank you. Now. Aliens aren't saying that. (laughs) I mean, take it off. (laughs) <laughs> we don't right. like it. We want to get into your brain. Anyway, let's get on to today's conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard of the infamous Bermuda Triangle, right? Yes, yeah, of course. North Atlantic Ocean, it's the alleged site of numerous disappearing aircraft and ocean-going vessels. It's also in Journey to the Centre of the Earth, the sequel starring it? Vanessa Hudgens. Is it? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Have you heard of the Pacific Ocean version? It's called the Dragon's Triangle. Tell me more. I am not going to, but I'll get some professionals to check this out. According to legends, there have been tens of thousands of people who've tried to cross this stretch of ocean only to perish or disappear in the attempt. In the modern era, so goes the story, several Japanese research and military vessels have also gone missing in this triangle, leading to a number of dead and disappeared estimated to be over 700 people. Chilling. But it goes by many names, Paris. Oh, does it? It is freaky. Check this out. The freaky triangle. Well, it's not only known as the Devil's Triangle, it's also called the Devil's Sea, the Dragon's Triangle, and the Taiwan Triangle. And just as with the Bermuda Triangle, 
It's even sometimes called the Devil's Triangle. All right, so I'm fully aware he says the Devil's Triangle twice there, but he was just <laughs> emphasising the point. Fool me once. <laughs> shame on me. No, shame on you. Yeah. I get it wrong every you time. always get that wrong. Every Fool time. me twice. Shame on me. Yeah, okay. He's the fool this time. Okay. He said it twice. Mm. And I'm looking like a fool now. That's right. Back to the conspiracy. One day you will get that right. Uh, but it won't be one day anytime soon. No. Now, no, you no. probably think to yourself, well, yes, Hamish, you've told us it's in the Pacific Ocean, but where exactly in the Pacific Ocean is it? Oh, yeah, I want to go there. <laughs> Do no, you? No. Or you could steer clear. This is where it is. Usually it's said to run from Taiwan up to the volcanic island of Miyake-jima that's just south of Tokyo, and then to about Iwo Jima or somewhere in that vicinity, pretty close. Both of those locations are along something called the Izubonin Volcanic Arc. Uh, that's a line of underwater volcanoes and islands that stretch all the way from Japan to Guam. Some people say that the Devil's Triangle is every bit as dangerous and mysterious as the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, it is. It definitely is. And what is causing all the havoc? Well, there are so many theories. Uh, Methane gas is one. A dragon is another. I believe the dragon one. You'd also believe the extraterrestrial activity because you've got your tinfoil hat on as we speak. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what could be under the water? There are theories as far as that's concerned as Sunken well. Sunken ships? Yes, there's <laughs> definitely those and the occasional aircraft, but it could also be the resting place of the lost city of Atlantis, apparently. Ooh, that, well, it is lost. Yeah. People really don't seem to know where it is. No, hey, that's right. All. all right, well, mm. who knows uh, what is going on under there, but if you're going on a cruise in the Pacific, you might want to ask some questions like, is it going anywhere near the Dragon's Triangle? Yeah, and make sure that you're specific about it. Yeah. <laughs> Hame, I know that you think you know your Amazon Alexa device pretty well. I do. Think again because things just got really, really creepy. Is that right? Really creepy. Mm. Now, there's currently a bot being developed for your Amazon Alexa. Have you ever wished that you could get in touch with the other side? Maybe people in your life that you've lost. You miss them. You want to have have a chat with them. No. Never. <laughs> no. Not via Ouija board, at least. No. You really don't know what you're getting no, there. No, that's just no. Well, say that in terrible circumstances, yes. you live with someone who's been using your Amazon Alexa or they've yeah. got one in their own home mm-hmm. and they have passed away. Mm-hmm. Your Amazon Alexa is listening to everything you say, right? Yes, I know that. So it knows your voice, it knows yeah. you, it knows things about you because yes. it remembers when you tell it things you like. Yeah. This bot yeah. takes all of that information mm-hmm. Simulates the voice that it knows the person who has passed has and can talk back to you as them to the extent that it knows what they're into and the type of person they are and you can have full discussions with people who have passed. No. No, thank you. No. Now, what is this? When is this available? I have on, no idea when it's available. There's no is date it available now? to say that it's no. Is, it is, is my not, Alexa not, doing it now? Not, no, it's not available now. Oh. However, yes, your Alexa is currently taking this information, mm. and so when the bot is available, I assume so will the voices that have been going into your Amazon Alexa. No way. Yeah, more than forty-five thousand people have signed up to beta test this yeah. bot. It's called Attorney.me, so you can sign up there as well. No but thanks. it is not yet available. You can't actually use it yet. Mm.
Don't bring it out, Alexa. Well, Amazon, what are you doing? This has been named as one of the top 100 projects that will shape the future. Oh, no way. I don't think I'd use that. It would be too upsetting. It would be too upsetting. And can I just say, my Alexa at home is currently situated in the room that my parents have been in for, oh, the, no. la- <laughs> for the last month. Ugh. And quite frankly, I don't want to know what they're getting up to down there. So I'm hoping Alexa has some sort of function where she will delete everything that she's been listening to for the last month. Yeah, sometime in the future, you're trying to talk to your parents. Yeah. You're having a simulation of my mum's voice yeah, no. that starts talking dirty to you. No, don't. That's, that's creeped that's me out great, even more. I've got sweaty palms even thinking about that. Oh, the whole thing is creepy, oh, isn't it? The whole just... thing is creepy. I oh. will not be using it. No, 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 no. It's a no from me. But for anyone who it brings comfort, feel free to sign up. Attorney dot me. I was a little late into work this morning, Paris. A little late. I got halfway here and I had to turn around mm. and go home again. Why is that? Well, let me tell you a story. Um, okay, here is a story yes. all about how my life got twisted upside down, and I'd like to tell you the story right now. Go on. Okay, I'll thank stop you. Singing. All right, please. Uh, okay, so uh, it's my second son Adam's birthday today. Happy yeah. birthday, Addy. He is six years old. Happy birthday, yeah. Adam. You're growing up, and you're on your way to the best age of eight. Uh, yes, that's right. And we'll celebrate that a little more in just a sec, but uh, he's having a little bit of a birthday party today. He's having some friends over, which is great. Uh, some family over as well. It's going to be huge. And you know in every family, uh, well, not in every family, but in a parenting situation, uh, there is one person that does everything and then there is another person. Uh, my <laughs> wife is the person that has, uh, has pretty much organised everything for this uh, yep. for this party. Uh, so she sent the invites out. Well, I think we're getting a jumping castle. She's got that for the kids as mm-hmm. well. Uh, she went present shopping and got that sorted for, uh, for Addie too. Uh, she's pretty much done everything. Cooked the cake, decorated the cake, cleaned up, everything looks schmick. It is great. And she gave me one job to do. That one job was, as she said to me last night, uh, Hamish, I've bought some drinks for the kids. Can you put them in the fridge, please? So they're nice and cold. Yeah, okay. And I went, you know what? That is easy. That is sorted. One job. I'm going to nail that. I'm going to put the drinks in the fridge like nobody else has ever done before. No worries. Yeah. Yep, and then I forgot until I was driving into work this morning. I got halfway here and I went, what was I meant? Oh, my goodness, I've forgotten to do that one job. I honestly can't believe you turned back over that, though. Surely you could have remembered, texted Rob and gone, oh. look, I'm really sorry, I've forgotten to put the drinks in the fridge. Yeah. But instead you've turned all the way back and put them in there. You've met my wife, right? Yeah, uh, that, uh, okay. yeah actually, yeah. <laughs> okay, I get it. We're waking to the news this morning that travel agency Thomas Cook has closed down. Seven, no, sorry, 600,000 people are stranded mid-holiday. Yeah, a lot of people have lost their jobs, but a lot of people have had their holidays completely ruined Mm. because either they're not able to fly there, they're not able to fly home, and either way, it's costing a lot of cash money. So much coin. And you know what? A lot of things can ruin a holiday, not just your travel agency going bust. Like running into you on a holiday, for example. That can ruin everybody's (laughs) holiday, as it turns out. I've done a little bit of travelling in the past, and I've had a couple of uh, 
holidays ruined. One in particular by the person that you travel with. I think oh, that yeah. can be a touch. You've got to pick the right person because it can be uh, one of those things that will make or break a relationship. See, I've been really lucky with my international travels. I mm. haven't had many, but my overseas trips have gone pretty well, I'll be yeah. fair. Yeah. But I was dating someone on a rival radio station and they lived in Sydney mm. and I got dumped when I went and visited them. Ah, and I would say that that was a holiday. That, it was on the last day of the trip too. Yeah. We had great fun. Lucky it was quite mutual. He yeah. was like, ah, oh, this isn't where It's probably. not working. Well, it wasn't. We were getting along as friends, mm. but it was just like, I don't know, we just looked into each other's eyes and yeah. realised that neither of us felt it anymore. And yeah. he was like, this is over. And I was this like, done. damn it. And then I wrote a lot of emotional diary entries. And anyway, <laughs> I've recovered from it quite well now. But my holiday was ruined at the time. That it was after a Diplo concert. I thought the concert was great that and would the rest was ruined. definitely ruin a, a holiday. I heard a story just recently of a guy that went on holidays and he ended up walking on a beach somewhere. I think he was on an island and he got, he got lost mm-hmm. and he had to actually bear grills it. Uh, because he didn't take any water or anything with him. So he had to, you know, he, there's this liquid that comes out of the body. He yeah. had to drink that. How long was he lost for? Only half an hour. So it was, and that <laughs> is an no joke. I know. It seems it, like he wanted to do it. <laughs> seems like he was asking for it. Like, I think, mm, I'm lost. And then he got caught pissing in his own mouth. And everyone got, was like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, like, I'm, I'm bear grillsing it. I'm bear grillsing it. That's exactly it. I, I just don't know what. I mean, that would ruin your holiday, having to do that for starters, but also getting lost. So I'm not quite sure which one uh, would ruin it more. And That's a disaster. None of his mates and family have let him down, uh, let him uh, live that down. Would you? Um, no. He's peeing in his own mouth after half an hour. Half an He's despy. That's a holiday they, ruined for they, sure. Yeah, they give him a hard time now anytime he goes down to the shops. It's like, oh, you're going to be right. It's going to be more than half an hour's trip. You're going to want to take some water with you. Who's anyway. this guy? <laughs> Who are you? Oh, no, it's just so wrong. All right, 13, 12, 16. What has ruined a holiday for you? <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Now, we've got Jay Toomey from the newsroom who just ran in before and said, I've got a story. Uh, so, Jay, what, what's ruined your holiday? I nearly got kidnapped. No oh, way! Okay, go on. <laughs> in um, Laos. Mm-hmm. So we were doing a big trip through Southeast Asia mm. and we'd done um, this overnight bus trip from one town to another town, which is very small, called mm. um, Weizai. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so the thing that you do in this town is is the only thing to do is you go on this thing called a gibbon experience. So you go and trek in the jungle for a couple of days and go through and try and find gibbons in the jungle. What exactly is a gibbon? It's like an ape. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's not a lot in this town except for this kind of base for this experience, Mm -hmm. right? So we caught a bus here, overnight bus, Mm. with loud Laotian music, people and chickens in the aisle, no sleep whatsoever. We arrive at this bus station. It's like just after four o'clock in the morning Mm. and there's no one around except for this one tuk-tuk and there's four of us and we all get off and we're like, well, the only way to get into this town from this bus station is to get this tuk-tuk. And he was like, no, I will not take you unless you have six people. We're like, well, there's only four of us and there's only one of you, so whatever. Anyway, he wasn't happy about it, but we're like, we'll pay you for six people. It's the only way it's going to work. And he looked like he was driving us into town, but ended up taking us through these back streets. So this is dark. There's four of us. We're like, where the hell are we? We don't know this, anything. Yeah. And um, he pulls us over in a street in the middle of nowhere. 
Mm. Nothing anywhere. Stops the talk talking. Says, "Get out and give me your money." Oh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, and we were like, "No, take us to our place, so we're not paying you." Well, that's yeah. And like from you to be like, "Actually, no, we won't give you the money." <laughs> well, if we gave him his money, he didn't have to take us anywhere. No. So yeah. we didn't want to be stranded. So we're like, "No, we're not paying you until you take us there." And there was this big standoff, basically, until this Laotian woman comes mm. out from nowhere. Yeah. Don't know where she appeared from. Wow. Started yelling abuse at this driver and then she gave us Laotian money to pay him to take us to the place we needed to go. So she was our hero. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought you were you. going to say the lady came out of the bushes, sent him away, and then tried to kidnap you. <laughs> and it was an elaborate ruse. Yeah. This whole thing was so that you could get kidnapped. But no, that oh, probably would be a bit of a buzzkill. That would have been pretty fun. Yeah, it would have. But um, movie plot, Hollywood, uh, get yeah, on the phone. That's yeah. right. That's astounding. And it's also happened to Tracy, who's on the line right now. Uh, tell us about your holiday ruin story. Uh, my husband and I were in Egypt. We were walking through a temple with a tour group and he's an avid photographer. He had the big camera around his neck anyway. As we were looking at the different um, hieroglyphics and stuff, he was approached by a, uh, an Egyptian man. He said he was a guide and said, you love taking photos, I'll take you and show you something beautiful. So, of course, he thought, oh, wow, amazing. So they went down all this little um, in brick like the ruins and everything away mm. from everybody else and it turned a corner into a dark area and he said, right, give me all your money or I'm not going to take you back. Oh, wow. How did he get out yeah. of that? Uh, well, ironically, I had all the money. Um, my husband <laughs> actually had none. So he basically showed his empty wallet and said, I, I have no money. I, I have nothing to give you. And, well, lucky for him, the guide thought, oh, well, it's not worth it, and he took him back to to the group, and um, yeah, that's how he got back. And was wow. your husband pretty shaken for the rest of the trip, like not trusting anyone and every person who talks to you going, "Ah, uh, oh, sorry, mate, I'm not going to associate with you because you might try and rob me shortly." Well, yeah, he sort of, um, yeah, he stayed a bit closer to the group, and we we were both, we all were sort of a bit more. If somebody came up to us offering us something for free or to take us on a ride or something, yeah, we were definitely like, we went to our tour guide and basically said, is this for real? Can we trust this man or not? And yeah, we we had to sort of watch what we weren't as trustworthy as we would be, say, in Australia, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think a uh, life lesson is if anybody comes to you and says, I'll show you something beautiful, uh, <laughs> just say no. I think that's... <laughs> A, a rule for life. Unless they're really yeah. nice and hold up a mirror. <laughs> well, they wouldn't be doing that for me. Uh, Tracy, <laughs> thank you very much for the call. Hey, last night you and I actually got up to the same thing yeah. and we sat in front of the television. I mean, my television viewing experience may have been a little different to yours because mm. I was also watching the Brownlow medals oh, while you're right. I watched this other television program. Yeah, my parents are still up and they're uh, they're from down south, so we watched a little bit of that as well. That yeah, I only watched a bit of the Brownlow because I I put some cash on and none of it came through. So let's not even discuss that for the moment. Bad luck. Let's focus on the highlight of mm. my night, mm. The Masked Singer. Oh, my goodness. Brand new television show yeah. on Channel 10. I absolutely froth it. And for those who don't know what I'm talking about, cop this. What is going on? This is insane. Who are you? Oh, do you think you are? Guys, this is just going to get weirder. Mm. 
So to, to paint a picture of what the show is, it's a variety of different celebrities or well-known people, yep. not necessarily singers, though, no. who come out and they sing a song yep. completely covered with, like, a huge headpiece on, a big costume. You cannot tell who these people are. Their voice is yep. modulated for the sake of the show as well. Yep. Now, you cannot see who these performers are. Mm. They sing a song. As they get eliminated, you find out who they are until, of course, they get to the last one. Mm. And then there's a panel of celebrity judges as yep. well, Danny Minogue, Lindsay Lohan, Husey from Husey and Kate, yeah. and Jackie O. So yep. it, they're guessing who they are. You're guessing along with them. I love this show. Love it so much that I started off the night just watching it to have a little peruse. Yep. Ended up watching the entire thing all the way through and I was in multiple group chats uh, trying to guess who the people are. Yeah, I lasted through the first singers which were the prawn or the person dressed up as the prawn uh, going up against the person dressed up as the alien and at that point I went, that is enough. You're I'm acting sorry, like a prawn. I am out. Seriously, it's so Anybody good. who watches this show is acting like a pro. Oh, get real. No, it's no. It's seriously so entertaining. It's and this not. is coming from someone who, to be honest, is not overly invested mm. in television. Yeah. I, I don't mind a Netflix show, yeah. something like that, but I don't switch on at a certain time to watch things. Usually watch them afterwards because mm. I just can't be bothered. I'm just lazy. Yeah. Masked Singer, I'm like looking forward to it tonight. You know what really got me? And a spoiler alert whoever, for whoever hasn't watched the show and wants to do a bit of catch-up TV today. Mm -hmm. uh, when they uh, unmasked the uh, the singer last night. The octopus. The octopus. Mm -hmm. And it just happened to be Gretel Colleen. And I love Gretel Colleen. Can I just say that? Have for a long, long time. But if that's the scale of celebrity you've got sitting underneath the mask then I'm sorry, you've got to be well and truly out. Oh, God, why are you attacking her then if you love her so much? <laughs> I know. High... I just was hoping for it to be a lot more. And you are literally this morning, every breath you take, you are talking about who it could be underneath the other masks, like uh, yeah. who's under the prawn. Who do you think is the alien? Who? Oh, Nikki Webster. Okay, who do you think is the robot? Oh, robot, definitely Cody Simpson. Who do you think is the unicorn? Unicorn, Danny Hines. Who do you think is the wolf? The wolf? I actually think it could be either Rob Mills or Johnny Ruffo. You have invested way, way too much time in the show already. It's a massive waste of airtime. It's a massive waste of space. You're annoying me. <laughs> You're so annoying. Yes. It's a good show. Just oh, jump on board. It's not. I just, I don't get you. I don't get your taste. I don't get why you're not on board with The Masked oh, Singer because it no, is entertaining. It is good. It's not entertaining. And it's going to drag, like the first episode maybe, second episode, okay, if you need to. But you, this is going to go on for weeks. Look, I weeks. will say that you think that Gretel Colleen is not a big enough star for the show. I don't. It's supposed Lindsay to be a Lohan's variety, going, who is this lady? A variety of levels of celeb, and yeah. apparently Lindsay Lohan knows four to five of them personally. Yeah, That's sure. one of the big clues that they've she given us. She won't remember us. any of that. Oh, uh, I'm done with you. All right, get into the show if you want to, but you know what? There are better things to do. If you are into it, like me, though, head to the Hit South Queensland <laughs> Facebook page. I'm having a really intense discussion about predictions right now. <laughs> okay. Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.